Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another session of Knowing Jesus. Knowing Jesus is a platform, a program where we study the daily devotionals from Holiness Revival Movement. Hallelujah. My name is Priscilla Kyode and I'll be taking your devotions today. Before we go into, I just want to announce that Knowing Jesus is having a minister's conference currently. I'm going to put it on my Facebook platform. I'm going to put it um, 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 as many places as I can to um, call for more people to attend the minister's conference please attend and you'll be glad that you did god bless you so much let us just bow down our heads for a word of prayer our dear heavenly father we thank you we worship you for another day another time in your presence receive glory on our adoration thank you for your protection thank you for your preservation thank you oh god for how you have cared for us oh god lord we are grateful if not by power, it's not by might, but by your spirit. Lord, receive glory in Jesus' name as we study your word. We pray, O oh God, that you speak to us this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. It is summertime in my life. It is summertime in my life. Since Jesus saved me, new life he gave me. When it is winter, it is summer in my life. In my life, it is summertime. In my life, it is summertime. In my life, since Jesus saved me, new life he gave me. When it is winter, it is summer in my life. Amen. This morning we are going to be speaking on a topic that says commitment of a Christian widow to holy living and heaven commitment of a christian widow to holy living and heaven our text is first peter chapter 1 from verses 15 to 16 i read i'm going to start from verses 13 and i'll read up to 16 he said wherefore guide up the loins of your mind be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of jesus christ as obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former laws in your ignorance, but as he which had called you to be holy, which called you is holy, so be holy in all manner of conversation. So I'm going to take 15 again, but as he which had called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation, because it is written, be ye holy, for I am holy. Commitment of a Christian woman could be a widow, be a married woman could be a single woman it could be a man even to holy living and heaven but today we are actually going to concentrate on women and of course and of course widows the key verse is hebrews 12 14 it says follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the lord follow peace the text we've read in first peter if you see what Peter was saying, he said, For Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the strangers scattered throughout Pontius, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Britain, elect according to the foreknowledge of God, the Father, through sanctification of the Spirit, unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ, grace unto you, and peace be multiplied. I want you to take note of it. He said, through sanctification, unto obedience, 
you have been elected according to the foreknowledge of Christ, of God, through sanctification, through sanctification, unto obedience, you'll be through sanctification of the Spirit, and unto obedience. And then it goes on to talk about that we have been we've been elected for an inheritance that is incorruptible and undefiled and that faded not away reserved in heaven for you and i the reason why you gave your life to christ is so that you will not perish is so that you will be reserved for that incorruptible inheritance that god has promised you and i and how do we attain that the bible says sanctification of spirit and obedience sanctification of spirit and unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of jesus so you must be saved when you are saved the bible says the blood of jesus washes you from all sin you must be sanctified god sanctifies you by his spirit and then you must live in obedience to the word of god a lot of times people are saved but they do not seek sanctification neither do they even seek do they even seek uh, um hallelujah neither do they even seek do they, no, do they obey god do they follow god in obedience the bible says we have been saved through sanctification unto obedience the bible says wherefore god of the loins of your mind god of the loins of your mind be sober and hope to the end god of the loins of your mind be sober and hope to the end we've been called into a race the bible says that we are running a race paul says i forget those things which are behind i look forward towards the mark of the prize of the high calling and the mark of the prize is the end of our destination where where it comes to the point maybe we die before our uh, before the uh, before christ comes or we are raptured he said, I look forward towards the mark. And so what do I do while I'm running that race? I'm fighting this fight of faith. The Bible says I have to come through sanctification of spirit. That I must be sanctified. Sanctified spirit, soul, and body. I must be walking in obedience. Sprinkled by the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus has washed away my sin. And I am walking in obedience. And he said, as obedient children, not fashioning yourself according to the former laws. In your former loss, you were trousers. In your former loss, you were attachments. In your former loss, you were weeks. In your former loss, you did a lot of things that you are not supposed to be doing. And you were told it does not matter. These new churches and everywhere tells you that all these things doesn't matter. The Bible says if you are saved, if you accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, then you are saved. You are already saved and you don't need to put away this thing that a lie. The Bible says not fashioning yourself according to your former loss. If the way you were dressing after you gave your life to Christ, you must that way must change. You must begin to dress like a holy woman. A holy woman do not put anything that is ungodly on the body that defiles. All these things defile. Lipsticks defile you. Makeup defile you. Attachments and weave-ons and wigs, they defile you because they are not the way God created you. God has already created you perfectly. When you put those things, it's like you are telling God, what have you made? He said, what have you made? You can make yourself better. No, that is not. This is not how God has made you. You lie when, the, when they, they lie when they tell you that these things don't matter. They matter. God expects you to live a holy life. He expects you to live a life that is committed. Whether you are a widow, you are a married woman, a single woman, God expects you to be committed. And if you are a widow, you should commit yourself. 
if you are a widow from the age of 16, I don't see any reason why you want to marry. Oh, that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you getting married if you are 60 years and above as a widow, or maybe even 15 and above. If you want to get married, yes, you are free to get married. You understand, you in Christ. But what is better for you to commit yourself in prayer, in songs, in singing, in fasting unto God. The Bible talks about a woman called Anna. The Bible says that from the time she was, she was a, she was a virgin when she got married, and as she, her husband only lived for eight years. And after that, when her husband died, she committed herself to a life of prayer and fasting, daily in the temple, daily in the temple. She was one of the people that carried the Lord Jesus Christ when he was taken there for 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 for, for consecration and on the uh, on the eighth day, I believe, it was she was one of the one and she said, "Oh God, had already shown it to her that she was going to her eyes will see the Messiah," and she saw him before she passed on. What are you doing? Where is your mind? Stop allowing people, men, to corrupt you and to defile you. Oh, because, oh, I need this money. And it is this man that gives me this money to pay my rent. Without giving me this money, how do I pay my rent? The Bible says, be committed. Be committed. Say, let the widow or widower be committed to holy living. Holy living means a life of purity, blameless, a sanctified life that is without slain stain blemish spot or wrinkles holy living involves both inward and outward purity are you living a life of purity what does it mean to live a life of purity a life that is sanctified the bible says that we are being elected according to the foreknowledge of god the father true sanctification of spirit true sanctification of spirit some say god does not look at the appearance but what that is only for service, for holiness or going to heaven. God looks at both inward and outward condition of a man. You know, a lot of churches will say it does not matter how you dress, what you look like, what does not look at it. God is only concerned about your heart. Your heart is very, very important. Once you give your life to Christ, it is your heart that God begins a walk. But if you must go to heaven, God is looking for those that are sanctified, that are holy, that are without blemish. When the Lord Bible said that He's coming for a church without spot and wrinkle, without spot and wrinkle is not only in your heart, without spot and wrinkle, your spirit, soul, and body. In Second Corinthians chapter seven verse one, say, "Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from every filthiness." Fieldiness of the flesh and the spirit perfecting holiness in the fear of the Lord. What does it mean when he says we should cleanse ourselves from every fieldiness, every fieldiness of the flesh and the spirit? Of the flesh, a lot of people do not want, but that will keep on preaching the message, the truth of the flesh. You should take away all those things that do not glorify God, those things that are hard on that God did not create you like that. God did not create you with air force, air with the first nails, first latches. God did not create you, God saw you and He made you beautiful. You are beautifully and wonderfully made. You don't need those things. You need to cleanse yourself from the filthiness of the flesh. In Romans chapter 12, verse 1, he said, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies. Your body is the temple of God as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the Lord, which is your reasonable service. He said, you see, first tells us to present our bodies as a living sacrifice. How do you present your body? How do you present your body as a living sacrifice, holy, without sin, without fornication, without adultery? That is number one. Holiness, without all the false things and, and, and extras that you have placed on your body. 
The Bible says anything that make it and love it a lie is a sin and will not enter heaven. Anything that is on you that makes you a liar, makes you, changes you from the way that God makes you. No, that is a, it's a filthiness of the flesh. The Bible says we should cleanse ourselves from the filthiness of the flesh and of the spirit. What does it mean to cleanse ourselves from the filthiness of spirit? Not our, our spirit man will not be defiled of going to native doctor. Are you that person that goes to native doctor? You go to all these false prophets to pray for you. How do you know they're genuine? Have you tested to see that they are genuine? Did you speak to God about them? Any prophet that prophesies to you something and it does not happen is a false prophet. Any prophet that prophesies to something that is not in line with God's word is a false prophet. Anyone that prophesies to you something that is vague, that is not in consonance with the word of God is a fake prophet. Fieldings of the spirit, do you have a spirit? Husband, do you have a spirit that is disturbing you? How are you praying about it? You go, God, please help me. Deliver me from every filthiness of the spirit do you pray about it do you go to meetings the clock in the night do you see yourself doing things that you are not supposed to be doing in the night have you prayed about it and you say god why all these dreams lord deliver me from every form of defilement you need to guard yourself the bible say guard your spirit guard yourself guard your heart guard yourself you need to guard yourself from every form of defilement defilement of the spirit defilement of the soul defilement of the of the body defilement of the soul is in the thought process the bible already tells us in proverbs chapter 4 verse 7 you should guard your heart with all diligence out of it flows the issues of life our heart what goes into our heart the things that defiles our heart can come through our eyes what we see the things that defile our heart can come through our ears what we hear they defile our heart what we watch on social media so many things on social media they defile our ah, they defile our spirit man they cause you to begin to dream dreams that are not appropriate the bible says we should guard our heart the scripture talks about cleansing ourselves from all feelings of the flesh and spirit perfecting holiness in the fear of the lord of god this shows that purity of a believer is both inward and outward. God is not only concerned about the heart condition, but also the way we dress and adorn ourselves. To attain this, you must be born again. You must be sanctified. Are you born again? Have you asked the Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, come into my heart? I am a sinner. Please forgive me. Wash me with your precious blood. Are you born again? Have you asked the Lord, Lord, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit in me? Cast me not away from your presence. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Are you born again are you sanctified are you sanctified is your mind free from every form of defilement what are the thoughts do you think in your heart do you think wicked thoughts do you think defiled thoughts do you think evil thoughts do you think thoughts of scheming you need to cleanse your heart from every one form of this flee all kinds of sins and impurities that defile your soul such as fornication, lying, pride, envy, covetousness. Also, do not emulate the world in dressing and adornment. Also, widow would you offer you greater opportunity to live for heaven. Maybe you are a true widow. Your husband has passed away. You don't have a husband. You are single and you're a matured woman the bible says that you should offer yourself to god he said also we don't who should offer you greater opportunity to live for heaven widowhood gives you more freedom to serve god 
You don't have a husband that you are running after say, oh, my husband has not eaten. My husband said I shouldn't go. My husband said I should sit here. My husband said I should sit there. Say, widowhood, the fact that your husband is not there gives you great freedom. You have a right over your decisions. You can stand up and go where you want to go. You can stand up and sit down if you want to sit down. You can stand, You can serve the Lord. You can pray as long as you like. There is no man saying, oh, you are praying too much. I need you. You know, that we should offer you a greater opportunity to serve God. Also, widowhood should offer you, you know, uh, First Corinthians, let's read First Corinthians 7, verse 32 to 23. But I would have you without carefulness, he that is unmarried, cared for the things that are belong to the Lord, but how he may please the Lord. But he that is, unma- is married, cared for the things that are of the world, how he may please his wife. So he that is unmarried, you cared for the things that belong to the Lord. Because there is no man telling you, sit there, stand there, do this, don't go there, don't do that. You are, you have your time. So you care for the things of the Lord. You have the opportunity to now serve God genuinely, to serve God with all your heart, your soul and your mind, and for a greater reward in heaven. You have an opportunity to gain a greater reward. As a widow, you don't have to rush out of fellowship because your husband is waiting for his food. Now you have more time for prayer without distraction like Anna did. In Luke chapter 2 verse 36 to 37, it tells us about Anna, a woman that was widowed just eight years after her marriage. The Bible says she continued, she dedicated, she committed her time to prayer and fasting in the church, in the temple. That was what she was doing. Are you a widow? Are you a single woman? Maybe you are divorced. Your husband has left you. You are separated from your husband. The Bible is this, this opportunity for you to commit yourself to prayer and, to, and fasting. In First Timothy chapter five, verse five, he said, "Now she that is a widow indeed and desolate, trusted in God mm-hmm. and continued in supplications and prayers night and day. Are you continuing in prayer? Continue in prayer." Go close to God. Trust in God. God will provide. God will make available everything that he has promised you. Do not worry about that. The Bible says, what do you think about what should I eat? What should I wear? What should I, that the Lord that knows you or knows you and knows you by name, he will care for you. If he can take care of the field, he can take care of the grass in the field, how much more you, God will take care of you. You know, widowhood offers opportunity to live holy forever without distraction. As we see in 1 Corinthians 7, 34, verse 35, sometimes the attempt to please your husband and wife may make you displease God. So women dressed like Jezebel to please their husband. Sometimes your husband and wife may obstruct his or her partner from following God. Therefore, God might have freed you from the bondage of marriage for the sake of your eternal life. Follow God. Commit your time and your, 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 your ways to God. Ask God, Lord, sanctify me. I want to make heaven. I want to, at the end of my life, I want to make heaven. So, Lord, sanctify me, purify me. Give me the grace to live a holy life unto you, a committed life unto you. Give me the grace to follow you with all my heart. Lord God, help me not to be distracted by the things of the world. Help me not to be distracted by fashion and friends. Help me not to be distracted by the pleasures of the world, but to seek you, to follow you in the mighty name of Jesus. That should be your prayer this morning whatever you are wherever you are whoever you are it's a time for us to recommit and rededicate our life to god to say lord sanctify me lord purify me lord make me anew let us begin to pray this morning father lord god we come to you this morning 
to rededicate our life as many oh god lord god that are watching that will watch this program later that will listen to this platform lord we pray oh god that you you purify our hearts we come to you we rededicate our hearts to you we de rededicate our lives to you lord have mercy purge us from every sin purge us from every impurity purge us from every defilement oh god father lord god we come to rededicate our life to you help us to be committed help us to be committed in our prayers help us to be committed in fasting help us to be committed in studying the word help us to be committed in service lord god we pray that you deliver us oh god from every falsehood deliver us from every defilement deliver us from every confusion deliver us from every deceit of the enemy lord god help us to be committed to you help us to be committed to be sanctified sanctify us oh god purify our hearts our soul our mind our spirit man purify us oh god help us to sanctify us to prepare ourselves as holy unto you spirit soul and body lord god deliver us this morning purify us oh god sanctify us oh god that we may live a life that is blameless and we may live a life that is harmless we may live a life that is stainless without blemish oh god in the mighty name of jesus lord help me to walk uprightly help me to walk rightly help me to walk uprightly lord righteously before you father lord god help me oh god to speak the truth in my mind to speak the truth in my heart to speak the truth with my mind lord that lies will not be in me deceit will not be found in me father lord god envy will not be found in me covetousness will not be found in me help me to walk holily and righteously before you help me to serve you with all my heart my mind lord receive all the glory in jesus name we are prayed amen i so heavenly father we thank you for your word we worship you this wonderful morning take all the glory take all the honor help us oh god from today to walk holily and unblameably before you that oh god when the trumpet sounds lord god that we will be caught up to meet you in here father lord god if paraventure we go before that time lord god that we oh god will be and let into the kingdom of life the kingdom of heaven that there will be nothing in us oh god that will hold us back that will defile us lord purge our hearts purify us deep from every defilement of the spirit soul and body help us oh god to keep ourselves oh god holy in jesus name we pray amen god bless you so much for joining me this morning hallelujah today is a wonderful day is a day that Lord has, Lord has made and god will help us to continue to walk holily and unblameably before you thank you for joining me this morning let us just share the grace of god as we go this morning the grace of our lord jesus christ the love of god and the sweet fellowship of the holy spirit abide with us now and forevermore amen god bless you have a wonderful time thank you so much bye